you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, not half, with all your soul, not a part, with all your mind, not distractedly or foolishly. This is the greatest and the first commandment. But the second resembles it. You must love your neighbor as yourself. Utito dirigeso. Who say it here? After all the hallelujahs. After all the Holy Ghost fires. After all, I reject it in Jesus' name. After all the protestations and obstructions and destructions. After all the abuses of power and criticisms of abuse. Now the time has come for us to be Christians. I always explain to you the context of this, the readings we have been hearing from the gospel all this while. Jesus entered Jerusalem to suffer and to die. And he saw that the temple had been desecrated and abused and he drove the people out. And the authorities immediately knew their authority was being challenged. They asked him for a sign. He didn't give them any. Then he started telling them parables upon parables to draw their attention. That they thought they were in the right, but they are in the wrong. They were in the wrong. They thought they were first, but they were last. After all the parables, they turned to attack. Because they knew the parables accused them. But okay, they started asking him very difficult questions. One after the other to put him into trouble. The last one we heard last Sunday, two enemies agreed. The Sadducees and the Herodians, they agreed and asked him a question, the Pharisees and the Herodians. Is it lawful to pay tribute to Caesar? Also a trouble, awesome trouble. In the midst of that difficulty, he taught them a lesson. The value of your money depends on Caesar. Because it bears his image. Submit that to him. He is in charge of your money and your economy. But then you have to submit to God. What belongs to God. That whose value and dignity derives from God alone. You must submit that to God. And what is that? You the human being. The Caesar. The Pharaoh. The Pharisee, the Sadducee, the Herodian, the Bishop, the Father, the Sister, the Brother, the, um, uh, 
everybody you bear God's image you must surrender yourself entirely to God give back to God what is God's you belong to God there will be no peace of heart in you or peace of mind in you so long as you are a divided personality you belong to God Give your life to God and you will have peace even when you are in trouble. There was another question. The Sadducees came afterwards. Where Josiah, they don't believe in the resurrection. They don't believe in angels. They don't believe in spirits. So they came and asked him, you say there is life after death. There is resurrection. Why? And he silenced them. He silenced the Sadducees. And the Pharisees came. Now watch. Go back to your Bible and take chapter 22 of Matthew's gospel. In each of these questions, they started with master, teacher. In their evil intention, they all accepted and, and acknowledged he was a teacher. Even though they were not willing to listen to what he was teaching. Those people were Nigerians. So. I've been to Nigeria. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And yet, we don't listen to anything he's teaching. This time they came. Now, if you say you know, tell us which one is the most important of all the laws. Of course, they were already agreeing among themselves. They asked that question to test him. They did not want to learn. But I want to tell you, not everybody who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. The same way, not everybody who calls Jesus teacher and master is really, or really means the title is giving to Jesus. To be able to call Jesus teacher, or master, or rabbi, honestly, you must be a disciple. You must put yourself at his feet to learn from his teachings. Otherwise, you will ask him questions, and you will not have the patience to get an answer. Or he gives you an answer, you will hear and hear and don't understand. And he gave them the answer. They asked him the question. He gave them an answer. <laughs> there is a sticker. Car sticker that was very popular in the 80s. It's no longer as popular now. Because other stickers have overtaken. There was this sticker you know very well. Look at them. And all them are as popular as before. Jesus is the answer. 
And after it became popular, some people started asking, and what is the question? I want to say that the question is the same. Evil, hatred, injustice, violence, suffering, pain, underdevelopment, misery, poverty, disorder, anarchy. What is the answer to all these problems in Nigeria? Jesus is the answer. Or if we put it another way, let us give the answer that Jesus gave this morning. Love is the answer. All these problems we see surrounding us have one solution. And that is love. Love of God and love of neighbor. Jesus told us in the gospel of last Sunday, you are made in the image of God. So you have to give yourself back to God in love totally. This is an explanation of last Sunday's gospel. Give back to God what is God's. Since there is an image of God in you, there is a natural attraction for God that is embedded in every human being. There is a love for good things. There is a love for positive values in every human being. And so long as you remain open to that love, you will be fulfilled. Give back your love with your whole heart, with your entire soul, with your mind entirely. The truth that has been implanted in you, John tells us, is enough for you to know the truth about God. That is the greatest of the commandments. And every Jew recognized that. Because it is in their law. Because of their pretense and pretexts of those who claimed to be specialists in religion, Ajide this law, Dori may into useless pieces. That every Jew was taught that to love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, that is what the Lord commands. And every Jew was to teach this to his children. Deuteronomy chapter 6. You write it on your doorpost. You say it everywhere. So that Omogulile will know it. We were taught that as children. Every single day. Every good Catholic family said twice in a day. Omomenke funanya. You see it? 
if a child keeps saying that twice every day until his death, it becomes part of his religious and moral consciousness. Man, I ask him why. Ask him to take care of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Very correct. And your child sets out to school in the morning thinking only of those who will be coming to fight him, not those whom he is invited to love. Teach it to your children and your children's children. So that it becomes part of their consciousness. The love of God. But then, that is not enough. That is only one. Because John tells us it is easy to love God. Whom you don't see. It is easy to claim you love him. But the only way you will show you love God is that you love your neighbor. So the second is like this. Similar. It resembles it. And that is in the book of Leviticus. Chapter 19. Verse 18. If you begin from verse 17. You shall not bear hatred for your brother in your heart. You are at mass who check your heart. I once said, if your enemy makes you to hate him or her, he or she has conquered you completely. Because the only way to show you are a Christian is by loving even your enemy. Don't bear hatred. Though you may have to reprove your fellow man, do not incur sin because of he who knows because of him. Take no revenge and cherish no grudge against your fellow countryman. Nothing we love in Nigeria today like revenge, even against those who have not done anything to us. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus tells us this is the summary of the entire law and the prophet. The whole of the Old Testament is divided into three groups. The law, the prophets, and the writings. The law are the five books of Moses plus some others joining them. The writings are the stories about the judges, the kings, and Samuel, and such stories. And then all the prophets from the great ones like Isaiah and Jeremiah to the minor ones like Baruch and Habakkuk. And Jesus is telling us today, as he was telling the Jews, these two laws that really one law in two branches summarizes everything our ancestors were told about God and about human beings. If you want to know what to do to show that you love your neighbor, in your examples, don't maltreat strangers, don't maltreat widows, 
Don't maltreat orphans. If today in Nigeria, Jesus would include, don't destroy the property of those who didn't do anything to you. Don't kill a man who didn't do anything to you just because his brother killed your own brother. These things are part of the commandment of God. And I said it last Sunday, Mission Sunday, we as Christians have to take this message to the world, not just by our word, but by our life. We have to take it to Nigeria, leave it out. That is the only way we can hope that Nigeria will change. Christians don't want to hear this. They only want to hear bishops and priests condemning and criticizing governments. That will not change Nigeria. Only our conversion to love will. And we are many enough in this country. And let me thank Nsuka Youths. I am proud of you. Because all the evil that was planned for this city, what well, can we call Nsuka City? For this bush town. Kama University. University map. And some people were planning to come and destroy it in the name of anger against who? We thank God who heard our prayers, who let reason prevail. And they said, no, protest, yes, destruction, no. But I'm praying, I warned last Sunday, be careful, be awake. Enemies are lurking among you. Some people are only waiting. Where is God's love there? Where is the neighbor's love there? And I want to tell you that if you think you can love your neighbor without loving God, it, is, it can be just extended selfishness or mutual selfishness. You think you love him because you want to extend your own influence over him and he's thinking you love, he loves you because he wants to extend his influence over you. Because everybody is looking for his or her own advantage. What you are looking for, which is your own self-interest, that person is also looking for it. Self-interest. But above that, Human beings are not perfect. No matter how much you love a person, one day he or she will do something that will make you give up. Whether it's your father, or your mother, or your wife, or your husband, or your brother, or your sister. But if you remember that that love is not just for him and from him, but from God, and it is founded on God, Nothing he or she does will cancel out that love. That's why Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 from verses 1 to 13. Nothing else we do without that love will be religion. 
And that type of love is possible only if it is rooted in the love of God. Just as we can't have true freedom if we cut ourselves off from God, no true justice if we cut ourselves off from God, we also can experience no true love if we remove our love from the love of God. Love is the answer. And all of us are invited. That is the only way to change the reality around us. And John, in his first letter, chapter 4, will tell us, if you don't love your brother or your sister whom you see, you cannot claim to love God whom you do not see. Because if you love God and hate your brother, and you say, I love God, you are a liar. And if you want to understand what John means by you are a liar, go and read John's Gospel chapter 8. Where he explicitly, explicitly describes the qualities of the children of the devil. One, they kill. If you were Abraham's sons, you would not be seeking to kill me. You are doing the work of your father. Your father, the devil. Because the devil is a liar. And anybody who is a liar is a daughter, is a son of Satan. And the greatest lie you can tell, John is telling us, is to say you love God, but you hate your neighbor. You are a liar. This is a serious accusation. Especially for us Christians. Our love should be able to make others see that there is another direction we can go. And it is possible for us to spread this love. One of our sons, I don't know from where he got it to, he started a movement and he's sitting here looking at me, the reverend here, Felix Uche, the reverend. He started a movement, designed a logo, printed t-shirts in red and black, some white. You know what he called that movement? Make love go viral. Make love go what? I will say we will adopt that as our motto. Make love go. And he asks in a, a website on a, work, a, a handle website But in their website they ask a question. Have you shown love to somebody today? Any day that passes and you have not shown love to somebody is a wasted day. Is an, a lost day for you. Make love go viral. Look at how much we are spreading hate. Spreading lies. Spreading evil. Spreading prejudices. Spreading Eweru photo. Eserne Congo. A word language in Sakanyakwea 
asigna na eme nugori and it will be shared in one minute one million people will be reading it or watching that clip it has gone viral spreads like a virus now we are being invited the only virus Pope Francis said it also. He used that expression. No? So it is difficult for me to say Nepop Mwiri Homutar from Reverend Felix. I'm a copy one day. No, Reverend Felix. Make love go viral. And Pope has used it in his audiences. We have to make love go viral. And he said, this virus did not make distinction between rich and poor. Educated and non-educated, city and village. So our love as Christians should not make distinctions. Love is the answer. And make that love go viral. It is possible. And that is our only hope. That is the only solution we have to all these problems. No matter how many hours we spend before the blessed sacrament. No matter how many hours we shout hallelujah. Even Paul says, even if we distribute everything we have and give to the poor. And we don't have that love. We are wasting our time and mocking ourselves. Thinking we can mock God. Who it here? This is the time to show the world that there are Christians in Nigeria. This is the time to show Nigeria that there are Christians in Igbo land. This is the time to show Igbo people that there are Christians in Enugu state. And this is the time to show people in Enugu state that there are Christians in Ansoka. Let us make love go viral. And I, I keep reminding you, especially young people, Will you go to register? Will you come out and vote? Will you not accept the money and become thugs who will harass those who come to vote so that everybody will vote for the person who has given you money? Will you not be the same agents of INEC who will change the records of the election and put it in favor of your own candidate? Youths. Those who pay you to do this will be far away. All those inciting Igbo people, Yoruba people, and Hausa people to go to war are in Europe and America. They are not here. Meanwhile, you can't go from here to Enugu because you are fighting. And they are flying from United Kingdom to the U.S. Who is fooling who? Okay. Jesus has given us an answer. Shall we now present this alternative method? I said it. If things are not going well in the world, in Nigeria, in Ibulan, in Inugu, in Onsoka, it is because Christ's message has not been given a chance. Let us give that message a chance. And we shall see the difference it will make. The future of this country lies squarely on the shoulder of Nigerian Christians. If we are sufficiently Christian, there will be a change. 
And I'll tell you a story. You are familiar with that story. Very, very familiar with it because I've told it before and you have read it in very forms. A group of friends went for a conference. We had a meeting. And uh, after the meeting, they were rushing to catch their train. Train, train, now some of these trains now the lent hen a hagish term and sometimes they, they leave only twice in a day so these people were rushing to catch their train and in their race with their ties and their briefcases, they just came to the train station when the door was about to be closed and they jumped into the train. But in the process, there was a little child who had what he was selling near the train station. As they were rushing, one of them knocked down the tray of this child and he loved in that tray Scattered everywhere and some of them were marched upon as they were rushing for their train. Before they entered the train, one of them stopped and watched the door close. And he shouted to them, tell my wife I will take the next available train. And he turned back to that child. Because no matter what happened to the tree and the to know what happened to the content. And he saw all the apples she was selling, a little girl. All of that scattered on the ground and some of them destroyed. He bent down and picked them up and packed them well in the tree. And then for the ones that were destroyed, he opened his wallet and brought out some money and told the child, please, this one is for the ones we have destroyed. I hope we have not spoiled your day. That was the only time he noticed that this child was blind. And because she was blind, she didn't see them coming or she would have run away from them. As the man, the girl accepted the gift and the man turned to go, the child said, excuse me, sir, are you Jesus? Because the child had heard the type of things Jesus could do. And as far as she was concerned, it was Jesus who visited her that day. Well, you'll be a lucky Catholic today. If you do something in your life today or in future that will make somebody say, Jesus has visited me today. And if the, a person would say, are you Jesus? Well, Jesus is in you. He resides in you. And if you receive communion today, he will live in you and you in him. You will be his hand, his legs, his mouth, his eyes. Whatever you tell your neighbor, that neighbor should experience it as Jesus intervening in his or her life. Love is the answer. Make love go viral. Whatever you do today, let somebody wonder. Are you Jesus?